was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. Welcome to Shake and Not Nerd. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Shake and Not Noob episode 12, the podcast that remembers when plastic surgery was taboo, but you mentioned Botox and everyone raises an eyebrow. Sure. <laughs> was it ever taboo? It was taboob. Uh, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Judy Dutram, and with me, as always, with a 12 nil strike rate so far, is Fuzzy Dan. Howdy! You're the, really sticking to that, Howdy. I am really sticking with it. I'm enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it is for me, because it annoys the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Two years of podcasting with you. It's just, howdy. Uh. <laughs> How are you, Fuzzy? Yeah, good, man. It's, uh, it's very warm down here in Melbourne, so, um, yeah, I've been... Indoors as much as possible. Sleeves like, rolled up. <laughs> sleeves rolled up. Down, well, actually, no shirt. Just, just shorts. <laughs> just sitting on my couch playing a lot of games inside the w- cool. What are you board. playing at the moment? Uh, I actually, wow. This is You're playing well. I'm, I'm playing no, not playing well. Uh, this is a bit of a shock to me as well. I've gone back and I've uh, loaded up the latest version of Assassin's Creed. Uh, what was that one? Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. Oh, yep, yep. Our and first episode. I am replaying a little bit of that or trying to play a bit further in that because I've sort of <laughs> run to the end of the, all the games that I've currently got and I've been a bit bored of them. Yeah. Wanted to try something different. I went through and I've readjusted all my button setups and things like that and it's a little bit more playable now. Yep. But it's, yeah, I don't know. It might it might grind out in the space of a couple of days. <laughs> You can't uh, pick up a shield, but your enemies can. Yes, exactly right. So frustrating. It's still super fucking annoying. It seems just... uh, It's just... It's a crazy decision. They've updated a whole bunch of stuff, though, now. So um, you can go in there, and if you have a piece of armor, uh, you can adjust the look of that armor, but still keep all of the properties of it. Okay. So any any, uh, piece of armor that you've collected becomes a, like a like a template that you can use. Yeah. So you can adjust it on the fly. So the look that you're going for can stay the same, but the um like the, yeah. the individual uh, buffs will will change. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. I've I've liked that, but there's still some of the same annoyances with the game. I think one of the first games that did that back in the day was the um you can still play it now. The the server's alive and it's a free game now. Is the um, DC Universe Online? Okay. So yep. essentially the same as World of Warcraft, but when you pick up gear, you can just have your costume say exactly the same. Yeah. And you just just you, you know your stats buff. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, look, I think it's great. I think it's a, a really good option because there are some very distinctive looks yeah. uh, in this, especially in this game. And so many different armor types and weapon types and stuff like that. So you pick up a sword and you like that look, and then you get something else that's got better stats. You can just adjust it to make that look better. So yeah, it's it's really cool. I like that. So yeah, good good addition for that. But still, more things need to be done to that game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad that they're taking a year off this year, 2019. There's no Assassin's Creed games coming out. Good. Uh, so that, like they did previously, they're going to take a year off and hopefully build up to something great in 2020. Mm. There's always the hope, duty. I'm like that. It's like an abusive relationship. I just keep coming back. One day he'll treat me good. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't treated me good since 2006. <laughs> but one day, one day maybe he'll treat me good again. <laughs> what have you been playing this week, buddy? Uh, this week I've been uh, back on the Overwatch market. Uh, I've been enjoying a bit of that, which is the same, same, no difference. Yes. Um, and I think that's generally about it. I've been yeah, we doing played a bit of Overwatch over the weekend. It was a bit of fun. Yep, yep. Uh, the, the sad realisation came when uh, our friend Matt Combs, 2Ts, 2Ms at the Draw This Out podcast, 
uh, he noticed that everyone in the, the squad we were playing with was on fire, so they were doing so much damage or so much supporting and stuff like that, except for Duty, who's playing as Mercy, and I'm keeping everyone alive by <laughs> healing and buffing them. So, like, you know, our friend Aaron will call out, someone's coming from the left-hand side, so I'll buff someone who's by the left-hand side to take them out, and everyone's on fire, and then there's just little old Mercy, just normal. <laughs> Mate, mother- I haven't got to play the game with Mercy since she had her ultimate changed, and it fucking sucks. Yeah, she's her ult's a bit stupid. Yeah, it's it's Arissa's ult, but she can fly, and if people are close together, the beams sort of link together to people. So if everyone's bunched together, you can group heal or group buff. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, it's no, nah, I don't like stupid, that. Stupid. Yeah, just have her old ult back. That was great. Bring back old ult. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, look, I've, I've enjoyed it. I've played more Overwatch over the course of last weekend than I have played in the entirety of my experience with Overwatch. Yep. Which is good. I'm, I'm enjoying playing as Arissa um, and playing as some of the support crew. So I've uh, found a little bit of a, a niche with uh, with Mercy and uh, Zenyatta. So uh, yeah, oh, they've, yeah. Been, they've been pretty fun to play. So and you were playing as the uh, oh, who's the hacking one? I can't remember the hacking one. Symmetra. Yeah, Symmetra. Yeah, Symmetra's quite fun too. No, so. That's not Symmetra. Symmetra's the turret one. Sombra. 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 Yes. Yeah, I've been playing a bit of Symmetra and I've been getting some play of the game. So I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. She ain't bad. Yeah. So there's there's some really cool ones, and I, I know they've had a, an update this week as well. Mm. They uh, they changed a few of the characters around. I think they <laughs> they buffed nerfed the crap out of Reaper this week. Yeah. So Reaper's got his life orbs back. So normally in the original uh, when it originally came out, if you killed someone as Reaper, they would drop these like black souls. You go and pick them up; they'll give you a health back. Um, and they've essentially okay. they've made Reaper weaker at long distance because he has shotguns. Yeah. But they've made him more incredibly deadly at close range to the point where they've had a McCree and a Reaper take on each other point blank. Reaper has stunned and fanned the hammer, and by the time that the Reaper gets out of the stun, he has to shoot you twice, and you're dead. Oh, yeah. So it's, I've I've had some troubles playing against Reaper. Like there's been a lot of people playing him, mm. um, even before the uh, the buff went through. And he's, he's fucking nasty if he gets in close. If he gets in close, you're screwed, but yeah. you keep him at a distance, you're fine. Yeah, that's Especially it. if you use, uh, like, May. May's probably one of the only good defences if he gets in close. Yeah. Uh, you just freeze him. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But uh, it's time for some news. Huzzah! Uh, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Who would like um, to go first? I will go first. I'll do okay. a nice little quick easy one to lead us into that. Um, we've had the announcement for a quickie. <laughs> a quickie with Big D. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can hear Brado laughing from here. <laughs> uh, this one's about uh, the Xbox Game Pass games that have been announced for oh, yep. uh, this month. Yep. Um, we've got a couple of interesting ones. Uh, Saints Row the Third, yeah. which, is, which is an interesting game. It's okay. It's it's an okay game. It's Just Cause 4. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's okay if, if you like. It's like GTA meets Just Cause 4. It's somewhere in between those two. Yeah, 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 it's 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 all right. It's yeah. a bit of fun. I enjoyed three over four. Three is a lot better than four, for sure. Uh, we've also got uh, Shadow of Mordor. That uh, was that was good. It was an interesting game. Yeah, um, widely panned for some of the um, like the, the the grind at the end of the game, though. Oh yeah, to get the actual the true ending, you have to grind the absolute <sighs> fuck, fuck out. Of the I, game. I stopped. I stopped before I got like got to the ending and then realized how much I'd have to grind and went no fucking way. Yeah, and just quit. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then we've got the uh, the game that was controversially banned in Australia for a little while, mm. um, but has since received a. I think they they reassessed it and it got approved for a uh, extended rating. We Happy Few. Oh yes, which uh, was which looks pretty cool. So it's kind of like drugs or something. I think it was. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So Bioshock, where they've um, kind of like Bioshock, that same kind of design, where they've um, got a. I think it's a drug-fueled society. Everyone's got, like, happy drugs all the time. Mm. And you can choose not to take the happy drugs to find out what's going on. And then, mm. 
you get certain buffs and debuffs as a as a result of that. So, yeah, yeah, it's all about whether or not you take this particular type of drug. It's like that Christian Bale movie where people have to take drugs to suppress their equilibrium. It's like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People in the city have to take the drug. If they don't take the drug, you get arrested. Yeah, probably about as good. The only thing that I've heard uh, out of this game was that it was got got banned and then finally got released and no one said anything about it. So I think it, it came was, out to mediocre reviews. I think. Yeah. So. I wouldn't expect much, but, you know, free on Xbox if you've got the Game Pass there. That's right. What do you got? I have uh, probably one of the one of the things we just missed last week was that Bungie has left Activision. Ooh. Which is very, very interesting. Of course, some nice. people are, are rejoicing. Uh, as soon as this news dropped, five minutes later, I got a message from uh, from our mate and Destiny fan, uh, Ben Russell. Yep. He is a mad, mad Destiny fan, and he is stoked with this news. <laughs> um, so whether it's uh, because Destiny 2 came out and uh, it was perhaps rushed and it should have had probably an extra six months of more development or yep. whatever it needed. Um, but <laughs> or an entirely new game instead of just a reskin of Destiny 1. That's true. And uh, <laughs> uh, Matt Combs as well has said, uh, for, you know, I will not be playing Destiny 3. You fooled me twice. No, thanks. Yeah. Um, which I don't know if I'll go back to a Destiny game. Look, I, there are the hardcore fans that we, we know a couple of you obviously know Ben Russell, yeah. um, our friend John, uh, Big yep. John from uh, John. Tennessee. <laughs> Pikachu, Pikachu. <Peek-a-pee. laughs> uh, look, he loves Destiny. He yeah. loves it. So I would say that he would be getting into it as well. Um, I've got a, my, my brother's totally into these games. Um, he'll be probably playing the division for the the next forever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like Destiny Three comes out, he'll absolutely play it. So mm. yeah, I think there's um, there's there is definitely a core audience that this will capture. But the the problem with this is that that core audience keeps dropping down every time. And now we've got uh, Destiny competitors coming out. We've got Anthem coming out on the twenty second of February. Oh yeah. Um, and we've got of course the Division Two, which. Division 1 and Destiny 1 had similar issues where once you finished it, it was quite a boring game. There wasn't much to do. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. how De- uh, Division 2 will adapt to its criticism compared to Destiny 1. Yeah. So that'll be I- interesting. And look, we, we have a lot of those with those franchise games. The third game is always the tr- uh, trickiest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially if you've had a disappointing game too. I'm looking in your direction, Battlefront. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which we'll oh, talk yeah. about too. Oh, yeah. Well, we are going to talk about that one. <laughs> uh, next piece of news uh, here I've got is uh, regarding Smash Brothers. Ooh. And uh, apparently Smash Brothers sales last week passed 5 million units globally. Jesus. So these guys are selling some, cranking out some units. Smash Brothers. Hey, man, you want to buy some Smash? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need to do it. It's so hard to get hold of these days. So. It, is, it is quite uh, hard to get a copy of uh, Smash Bros. in Melbourne CBD. Yeah. It's yeah. like when Mario Kart came out on the Switch, it was hard to find a copy of that or, or uh, Breath of the Wild. No Absolutely. one could find copies of it. Um, so they're saying that uh, also that the Switch is seeing um, the fastest software sales so far in Nintendo's history. So wow. uh, yeah, over no, the sixty four, and that was that was yeah, that was that was era. massive, yeah. and yeah, you know, they everyone loved it. I mean, think about when the Wii came out as well. Everybody loved the Wii. Everybody had uh, to have a Wii. No, they didn't. <laughs> it was it was big. Everyone had to have it. They had the Wii Fit, the Mario Kart. I hadn't seen a, a Nintendo for a while, and this is this is we just had the GameCube. That was all right. I preferred the GameCube over the Wii. Sure, and that if, I don't know why. Okay, GameCube controller. Tell me about the GameCube controller. Cause what about it? I fucking hate it. I love I think it. It's the, and there are people that claim that the GameCube controller is the best designed controller of all time. I think it's the, the sort of the area where you'd have your, your sort of your trigger fingers, your index fingers. Yeah. They've got grooves that just... There's something about it. The grooves on the sort of the top half back 
trigger side controllers. Your fingers will literally just slide into place there. It's not like you're having to have your finger on top of okay, a trigger. Okay, say, say that again, but with a deeper voice. <laughs> just, your, your fingers just, <laughs> just, <laughs> your fingers into just slide into place. But it's it's the the back of the controller's groove that you that you you don't have your fingers on top of triggers to push down. Like yeah. you literally have your fingers. In a, in a groove that you literally you squeeze, don't pull. Sort of, it's oh hard God, to describe. This is getting, this is actually getting quite sexual. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's hard to describe, but it's just it felt really good in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's ended up for you, and you just keep nugging it down. It's great. Okay. Have you held a GameCube controller? Probably not in the same way that you have. <laughs> well, I've got fond memories of my GameCube. <laughs> I'll bet you do. Look. It, I just I've played a, a, a bunch of times. I just don't enjoy it. I just don't enjoy the feel of it. I'm actually really torn at the moment because of uh, okay, Natalie and Brulio. I'm switching. <laughs> I'm switching between all of these different uh, game systems now. Yeah, and I'm kind of torn. I'm really halfway between the Xbox and the and the PlayStation controller. I like the weight and the the like the textural feel of the uh, the Xbox controllers, yep. but I like the functionality and the closeness of the PlayStation. So I'm really like halfway between both of them. I'm probably eighty percent PlayStation, twenty percent eighty percent Xbox, twenty percent PlayStation. Because yeah. the one thing I love, and I am I'm still haven't picked it up since we last talked, but The Last of Us. Yeah. When you toggle your flashlight, your controller has speakers in it, so you get the of the in your controller. Yeah. Like I like that interactive ability that the controller has that the Xbox doesn't have, yeah. and I think that's something we might see in the next gen consoles is uh, a speaker in the controllers. So you get that level of oh, immersive. It's, it's fantastic. There are certain games that they really play that feature out uh, quite well. Yeah, um, you know, like little reloading features, and you're just hearing it in your controller, yeah. and just like a nice little interactive feature. I think the biggest down uh, downside to the PlayStation controllers is that fucking touchscreen bullshit thing that they've got in there. Yeah, that was weird. That that touchpad is just stupid, and the prob- but the problem is now that they have to keep building it in there because it's a functional thing for some a lot games, of the games. Have it, yeah. yeah, I understand having it as a giant pad, like you you know you push that for God of War to go to your map or something like that. That's sort of fine, but it's also very big. Yeah, and they they I just don't think anyone's developing for it because it's like fuck it, we'll just develop around it. So it's just this. It takes up such a big piece of the controller too. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, the next gen stuff. You know, I'm hoping like an LED screen that will have like if you're playing a shooter, it's got your life or your ammo on it or something like that. Look, and that's they they did that with a a lot of things when uh, people were playing like the PSPs using your PSP as a controller, so you could use that as like a double screen kind of thing. So. Yeah, that's sort of like a Wii U. Yeah, yeah. Wii U had the same thing. So I think there's there's definitely some cool things that could happen, but we're not going to see it for another couple of years anyway. But also, the Xbox controllers have the rumble packs inside the triggers, and they're great. Yeah, I do like the rumble packs in the um, in the PlayStation a bit more. It feels a little bit less. Um, I don't know. It feels rattly in the the Xbox ones. Yeah, no, I don't have that problem. There we go. All right. <laughs> but yes. Anyway, enough of that sidetrack. Moving on to the next piece of news. Um, here we go. <laughs> I'm going to break in, a, bust a bit of uh, the Fortnite Fortnite rule, and uh, oh, come out with a bit of Fortnite news. Sorry, Paul. Sorry, Paul. He's breaking the rules. I'm breaking the rules. I'm going to talk about Fortnite because Fortnite has been accused of <laughs> supporting money laundering. What? <laughs> okay, so here's what's happening. Um, so they've a- it's actually gotten so bad that to a point where Epic Games have had to release an official response. Yeah. Uh, so criminals, you know the, the uh, those dark Paul dirty criminals. Um, they are purchasing V Bucks using stolen credit cards, and then yes. they're selling the V Bucks uh, on the dark web to yes. other other users and you know pocketing the cash. So it's like the iTunes cards. Like yeah. When, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So they've they've basically made a system where you can you know buy V bucks off other like other users yeah. rather than making it like a you know you have to buy it from our store or whatever right. it might be. So allowing them to have that system means that they've you know they can actually launder money. That's pretty shifty. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty shifty, and fucking those crims, mate, they're all over it. Well, so would, you, would you rather buy Fortnite bucks or Battlefront Two loot boxes? <laughs> I mean, they're about the same price. <laughs> but yeah, so that's... Um, I would like to know the um, the actual exchange rate between V-Bucks and uh, loot boxes. Paul, if you could provide that for next week's Fortnite Fortnite, <laughs> uh, that would be grand. Yeah, so look out. Uh, beware of dodgy V-Bucks fly- floating around. Um, that is... But I mean, this, this game made like $6 billion last year. I don't get it. <laughs> well, I was uh, uh, As a sidetrack story, I had, uh, had a family lunch on last weekend and it was with Mon's extended family. And, and these are like, you know, uncles and all that sort of stuff. Hold on two seconds. We might actually... I'm getting rained on. Do you want to... <laughs> One, two, three. We're back in the room. <laughs> um, I actually had a, a sort of a family lunch a couple of weeks... A uh, weekend ago. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's all like uncles and aunties and stuff. And one of and they're all, say, in their mid-50s to 60s. And one of them turns to me and goes, Alex, what's Fortnite? <laughs> and I had to explain what Fortnite was, and it's like I've got kids and nephews that are doing the Fortnite dance, and oh god, they've yeah. got my credit card buying the V bucks and all this sort of stuff like that. And what's the V buck? Yeah, it was all of that, and I just went. Fortnite is a game that should not be played by kids because <laughs> it is just turning kids into dancing morons, and it is not funny. It is not fun. I'm sorry, Paul. And I'm sorry to people who play Fortnite. I personally can't get into it. I, I had the same issue with I bought Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Uh, crew loves playing the blackout mode. I spent 60 bucks and bought the damn thing. And no one wants to play standard team deathmatch or zombies. It's all let's play blackout. And it's boring. Well, and that's the thing. Like, uh, Blackout's the, the, the big game at the moment, or the big mode at the moment. They actually did a thing last weekend, I think it was. That's this week. Oh, so this week. Yeah. yeah, it's 17th to the 24th. Um, you can try Black Ops War Blackout Battle Royale for free uh, on uh, PS4, Xbox One, or PlayStation, on uh, PC. I just so, can't get around Battle Royale. Yeah, no. it's... I mean, I'm just over this whole idea of Battle Royale. It just seems to be... It, it seems that it's a craze that's getting to its peak where it's about to drop. It's, yeah. getting, it's getting very close to that drop rate. <laughs> I think it already dropped, though. <laughs> but, like, I mean, that's everyone's having to build these modes into their games, right? That's that's the way, way of the world. Yeah, I, I would prefer an endless horde mode. Yeah. I'd much so, prefer that. More teamwork than a, oh, you know, you're unlucky that you found this weapon, but the guy who landed right next to you found a better weapon and killed you with one shot when you put 40 rounds into him. It just, yeah. that doesn't work for me. See, my favourite modes, are, like, I've ever played on multiplayer games I still continue to play them today uh, as in the like the, the Battlefront or Battlefield series mm. where it's either um, it's like a progressive game so essentially you're either on attack or defence and the attackers have to capture points and if they capture points they move on to the next you know. oh like rush and yeah. stuff like that yeah, uh, yeah. so they've called them different things over different times so yeah. I think the current version is called Breakout yes um, yeah so there's a bunch of different ones. They do it in um, the Battlefront series as well to great effect. I think they're awesome because it's constantly changing. There's a lot going on. There's still the same gameplay in there, but it's just like you have to think a bit more strategically. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I really appreciate those. So hopefully this will you know signal the end of the era of Battle, Battle Royale, Royale modes. But eh, you well, know Fortnite's still making money, dude. Well, it looks like <laughs> we might be getting the start of something new, Fuzzy, with. Ooh, Rocket League has confirmed full cross-platform play. As well as a battle, uh, a battle royale mode? Fuck off. <laughs> First person, is, is score a goal, gets knocked out. 
I don't know. I don't know how you do it in <laughs> Rocket League. The field gets smaller till it's just a bunch of cars in a car park. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of Suzuki Swifts. <laughs> okay. Uh, I haven't played Rocket League for ages. I love Rocket League. I think it's, it's really, really good fun. If you've got a group of mates that all play together or you all play on the one team, you can easily go like, cool, we need a defender. Someone pick a van. We need yeah. a striker. Someone pick a small car that's very, you know, quick. It's Even though they all though, move the same speed, but yeah. it just—it's great fun. Yeah, it's a really good fun game. I, I enjoy. I think I got it for fr- like it was free back in the day. You still you have to pay like yeah. twenty or thirty bucks for it now. But it—it's—it was so much fun back then. It was really cool. Um, obviously moved on from other things, but yeah, I'm, I'd be keen to hear if anybody's still playing it, still enjoying yeah, I play it. it every now and then. It's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Awesome. What do you got? Um, final bit of uh, news that I'm just going to get general news here um, is the updates on Anthem. Oh. Um, so they're slowly releasing little dribs and drabs because Anthem's due out. Uh, 22nd of February. There we go. What year? Every year. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I remember that date. <laughs> um, and they've, uh, they've announced, uh, one of the people was asking online, trying to find some information out from the developer. Um, about uh, matchmaking, public matchmaking, what's going to go on. Yep. Uh, they have announced that there will be matchmaking for every activity in Anthem. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's <laughs> really good. Um, for people who are into that stuff, yes, there will be public matchmaking for everything in the game. Uh, well, like, like going back to Destiny, it was incredibly hard to find a raiding crew if you didn't have friends who played Destiny. You'd have to go yeah. into forums and chats and be like, this is my gamer tag. Well, this is my PlayStation Network Can ID. Can you please have me in? Yeah. I, I promise you I've got friends. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, it was essentially like that. So, having, if, if Anthem, I, one would assume, has in-game raids, being able to just queue up for that and do it was, was great. Because, unfortunately, with the, the gaming crew that I had for Destiny 2, none of them, we'd gotten none of the raids done because we'd either keep dying on one particular part or everyone just got frustrated and logged off. Yeah, okay. So well, look, I I think it'll be really interesting. We've been talking with some some friends online about you know different styles of gameplay in here, and I think everybody's four starts, different classes. Yeah, that's right. There's four different classes. I think everybody starts out as the ranger and then gets to develop into other classes. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. So the classes work apparently as a, as our friend Aaron was saying, the the classes work as suits. So you can change your mech suit. I think between missions or going back to the hub and changing it. I mean, you had me at mech suit. I mean, I, I got yeah. a little bit of movement when you well, said that. Uh, uh, there's also, you know, there's of course alpha gameplay footage that you can go watch. And one guy has picked the uh, the Colossus, which is the tank class. Yeah. And he has put the ca- the paint scheme as red and gold, and it looks like a Hulkbuster. Ooh. And it looks really, really cool. Yeah, okay. Exciting. So uh, apparently, the, like, you know, the, the tank is very shit at close range, but it can take a load of damage. It's the only class that can use the rocket launchers. Uh, you've got the, I think it's the Storm, which is the Mage, which does not touch the ground. It constantly levitates. Yeah. And you can use that to actually, like, scope out the area as well. Like, okay, over that ridge, you've got four of these fucking things or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of cool. Okay. Awesome. Very excited. You're excited for Anthem, I can tell. I, I am excited <laughs> for Anthem. Uh, other gaming news we've got is the sad news that, or the stupidic, stupidic, yeah, that's a word, uh, is that, <laughs> sure, yep, <laughs> EA has cancelled its open world Star Wars game, which was originally created or originally pulled from Amy Henning's The Serial Game, which was going to be a linear uh, style of game, similar to the Uncharted series, which Amy mm-hmm. Henning worked on, uh, and then, of course, when Destiny 2 came out and all these, uh, the, the popular online MMOs for Xbox sort of came out, or PlayStation, um, EA turned around and said, no, let's have an open world shooter like Destiny but Star Wars, and now they've turned around and cancelled it. And apparently they're going to work on a single-player game with these, with the with the assets pulled from the original single-player from Amy. It's 
completely ridiculous. Yeah, uh, I, I think they the problem that they have at this stage is they don't really know what they want from this. No, and they they don't really have a, a clear direction forward. And I think it was it was it might have been EA or might have been one of the big one of the big developers early last year said single player games are dead. EA. Everyone wants to do multiplayer. EA. It was EA, and that's and yeah, you know, everybody wants to do that. And then we had some fucking massive drops for single player games last year, which were f- amazing. Yeah. God of War and uh, Red Dead specifically, the single players, like they're just amazing experiences, mm. and they just blew everything else out of the water as far as that was concerned. So uh, they they just don't know what they want, and they they're trying to have a little bit of everything, and they're trying to follow the trends. But the problem is with games, like you, it takes you two years to build a good game at least, right? Yeah. From start to finish to build a good game, you got to have at least two years. So you got to be well ahead of everybody else mm. you got to lock it in and commit to it and they just they don't want to yeah they're, they're trying to follow a trend so every six months when it changes they're already behind so I, I, I don't think they're we're going to see anything other than maybe maybe a new uh, Battlefront 3 and this whatever the uh, the Jedi Fallen Order is that Respawn's doing I'm I'm super scared about that too I really am like after this like this so this was codenamed uh, Project Orca I yep. believe um, so this got can I think it was still well it's supposed to be in, in, in development for about a year and a half I was technically with Amy Hennings it was in development since 2013 there you go so like in various iterations this has been started cancelled started cancelled delayed pushed out whatever is going on and they just they, they just canned it now they're butchering the license I, and I right think that they'll have the, the same problem with full on order we've only seen like this, the barest of teasers with this thing. So we haven't even seen a teaser. Like, well, teasing that they've got a name for it, essentially. Oh yeah, and, yeah, and that's and that's it. So that the fact that they've said that and their release date is, you know, holiday twenty nineteen. Yeah, I mean that that's too vague. God so of War t- had you know two and a half years of actually here's gameplay footage, here's what Kratos looks like, is you know all that sort of stuff. I think the only games that are sort of pseudo teasing games for same year release is. Fallout 76 which did fucking gangbusters yeah um, and stuff like Red Dead it's like yep here's a trailer for Red Dead it's coming out later in the year yeah absolutely mm. and like I, I'm just I'm just super nervous about how that's looking for them because they've got essentially a game that they promised that they're going to deliver mm. in time that, in a time that they really fucking need a really good episode solid 9, game episode yeah um, they've got episode nine coming up. They've had a poor reception from the the last couple of properties that they've released. So Solo was pretty lukewarm, yeah. And uh, Battlefront Two was you know had massive issues. So oh, that's yeah. Well, if you know you're if essentially the person paying you to make video games, Disney is turning around and saying you best pull those fucking microtransactions <laughs> out of your game. You got to listen. Yeah, and then I just think they they need a win, and this is probably not going to be a win for them. Yeah, like no. you look at games like uh, one of the big games that I'm really excited about that's coming up soon. Don't know when, but soon uh, is Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, and that that's done by CD Projekt Red. Those guys could tell me, "Hey, we're going to deliver something in the next five years. It's going to be fucking awesome." And I'll just say, "Yes, I will immediately." Yeah, they're on, they're on the same level as like Rockstar because they have earned the right to do that. They mm. deliver every time they release something, right? Mm. So I'm, I'm happy to support them because they bring out stuff. And we've seen gameplay footage, we've seen uh, context, we've seen art styles, and, but we've seen nothing from EA about a game that's supposed to release sometime this year. So yeah, it's very sketchy. As vague as fuck. Well, the very interesting thing as well, as, as soon as Battlefront 2 released, 
and they did their because it released I think in November and December Last Jedi came out so they poured out some Last Jedi DLC as soon as that released EA pulled uh, staff members from DICE away from Battlefront 2 to fix said issues to go work on uh, Battlefield, uh, Battlefield 5 and now that Battlefield 5 is done I'm wondering whether they're going to put people back on to, to do some more Battlefront 2 because we've got two more heroes coming but by the time I reckon I think Anakin comes out in February they'll go my April is uh, Star Wars Celebration, yep. and uh, our, yeah, yep. our, our friend Andy Campbell's going to be there. Oh, nice. I reckon they'll announce it, uh, Battlefront Three there because they'll yeah. have they'll have uh, fucking February for Anakin. They'll announce sure. nothing after that because Dooku and Anakin are the last two heroes apparently coming. Yeah, and then they'll go Battlefront Three. Yeah, I, I don't think there's going to be any more DLC or any other like you know got those characters that are already forecast um, for Dooku and Anakin. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to release anything more because they can't. They're like, what are they going to do? Release a couple of new maps that are half fucking finished? Like the yeah. stuff that's there already is fucking great, and I, I actually really enjoy Battlefront Two when I play it. Mm. I've I've had a, a lot of fun with it. Like I've enjoyed. Um, uh, Battlefield 5 yeah. I've enjoyed it now that they've got it right they take a bit of time the releases have been a bit sketchy but I think they get it right in the end Yeah. Um, but they had such a massive drop off with um, I think the, the original sale numbers for uh, Battlefront uh, the first edition was like 14 million 14 then, million in its first month or something. Released, yeah, and yeah. then it went down to 9 million uh, for Battlefront 2 yeah. so, yeah, and then I, I think it's just stagnated since then we, we, we've been talking about a lot to, and today in our chats um, with, with people. It seems like the big focus for for everybody, for EA at the moment, and especially for Star Wars games, has been on mobile platforms. Ugh. And they, But I was saying, like, Galaxy of Heroes, you probably would have seen I've an played ad for it, it yeah. on, uh, face, on Facebook or wherever. That makes them $60 million a quarter. So, you know, for, Fuck, <laughs> for a game games. that makes them nearly a quarter of a billion dollars a year... Like, they, they do fucking next to nothing. It's a mobile game. That's one of a bunch of games that they've released recently. So, mm. they make money on that. They don't need to make money on anything else. They pay their licensing fees and go, there you so go. Yeah, I think, not that we know any of the information, but I think Disney were probably expecting something like how EA each year have a FIFA game, have a form of Battlefield game or, or something like that, and they're expecting something with a yearly release. Oh, 100% they were, yeah. And I reckon now EA's, unless they pull... Two games out that are fucking amazing this year. They've lost. The, they're gonna. They're uh, not gonna get the contract. They're not going to. That's the problem, though, right? They've got one, maybe one game in Fallen Order coming out this year. Yeah. Battlefront Three is not coming out until next year at the earliest. You reckon? I don't reckon it's coming out. This well, it's year. an every two year release. So 2015 was the first one. 2017 was the second one. Yeah. It's now uh, 2019. I don't know, man. I, I just don't know. I think they've been too far behind on a lot of stuff, and we've heard nothing official about Battlefront Three too. No. As yeah. well, like they, they've not said anything about it as to, as to when it's going to come out what it's going to look like it's all speculation at this stage but it'll be Star Wars Celebration that's when they'll announce things that's when they'll sh- well I guess we'll wait and see like yeah. what they have to say like I think if EA's any hope of holding on to the licensing and we've we've talked about this like if anyone if, if they don't hold on to the license like Disney's going to uh, take it away and just go well, fuck it we'll spend whatever money to get out of this contract we can and we'll just give it to somebody that else. or EA somehow breaking contract with not you know performing yeah. well or sales or whatever the fuck it is yeah so yeah. I think unless they fucking drop an absolute bombshell uh, at, at Celebration don't know man I, I think it's going I really do I reckon it'll go to Activision Activision will just get one of their three Call of Duty developers to go Star Wars game next year absolutely and they'll just essentially get 
Call it Call of Duty, put Star Wars skins over the top of it, and people will fucking buy it. I'll Absolutely. Buy it. Well, that's what they do every year with fucking Call of Duty, right? Yeah. <laughs> new skins, new fancy things. I, I would absolutely buy that. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I, I love Star Wars games. I've loved the Battlefront games. The sounds are great. The looks are great. Oh, yeah. It just, it, there is, there's so much in there that you can continue to do, and I just think they've only just scratched the surface. So, mm. yeah. Uh, the, uh, have you got any other piece of news? Because I've only got one other piece of news. <laughs> um, for me, let me just, hold on. Stall, stall for time. Just padding. This is just totally natural padding. Uh, totally natural padding. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this was actually announced this morning is that we're getting a new Dragon Ball Z RPG this year in 2019 Ooh. with a trailer to drop with the Dragon Ball Fighter Z uh, championships going on, yep. uh, which will be next weekend around the sort of Australia Day, 26th nice. of January. Uh, and the last Dragon Ball Z uh, RPG that we got was Xenoverse 2. Which is fucking great. Sure. You have my copy of Xenoverse 2. <laughs> you haven't seen any Dragon Ball, which is uh, disappointing. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic game, of course. If you haven't played any of them, it's your, you get to create a character, whether that's human, Saiyan, Namekian, whatever the fuck you want to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you actually try and, you know, something is going wrong with the Dragon Ball timeline in Xenoverse, and you have to save Goku from dying early, or save Gohan from being killed by Freezer, or something like that. And it's, it's pretty fun. Sure. You get some what-if scenarios. Yeah. So, it's a fun game. It's good fun. Yeah. Le- leveling look- up and turning Super Saiyan and all that sort of shit. Well, that's it. I, look, I, I think that I have missed out on this property entirely. Yeah. Like, I never got on board the Dragon Ball bandwagon. And I don't know. It just It's never really struck me as something, you know. It's an outstanding series. Okay. That's, I'll, I mean, I'll bring you season one for when we record okay. Shaking Out Nerd episode 102. I promise to watch it. I will give it a try. Give what? Season one. Just watch season one. And if you like it, you know got, I'll give it a try. You've got nine seasons to watch. <laughs> I'll give it a try. I'm not committing to nine seasons just yet. Nine seasons. No, no. Watch <laughs> season one. Then if you like it, watch nine seasons. Okay. Yeah. There's about 45 episodes a season. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, look, it seems to be one of those contents that, uh, one of those properties, sorry, that has a lot of content. Shit, like yeah. they, they, as soon as like they'll produce like fifty million things, they've got a new movie coming out uh, in, next in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yep. uh, so that'll be out. They they they've got about like half a dozen movies, right? They got fuck loads of movies. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. They, they they just keep producing content, and so this will be what number RPG is this for Dragon Ball? Technically, I think four or five. Okay, um, it could be a new IP. It could be a new IP. It could be Xenoverse three. We don't know. This this for me feels like Pokemon. As far oh, as okay. as far as like the amount of content and the saturation in the market, yep. it, like it's it's one of those things. Like I've enjoyed some of the the things like for Pokemon, I can pick up a little piece and not have to understand the whole story because I I understand the concept of the world. Yep. Whereas I don't I don't haven't I haven't had that connection yet with Dragon Ball. So look, as yeah. long as it, like I love playing a good RPG, always happy to do it. JRPGs especially. Oh yeah, Xenoverse is a JRPG. Yeah, they're, they're super weird and a lot of fun as well. So, mm. look, I enjoy that those aspects. So, maybe it'll be fun. I'll definitely borrow your copy. <laughs> yeah, we've already got my copy of Xenoverse 2, but it's time to give you Season 1 Dragon Ball. Try and get a review for our Australia Day episode to shake it up. See what you think. <laughs> the most Australian review ever. Yep. Dragon Ball. Season 1. Or 45-something <laughs> episodes. Yeah. Look, um, yeah, well, there we go. Dragon Ball coming out... Uh, 2019. 2019. So, Another another game that's coming out, and I will say that um, this is my final piece of news that I forgot about before, yep. but I've got it now. Uh, dropping tomorrow, a game I'm very excited about, Ace Combat 7. 
Is it released tomorrow? Released tomorrow, the 18th of January. And you'll get in the VR version? Uh, I will, although I'm a little bit disappointed. So I found out some stuff about it today. I was do, doing a bit more research. I'm a little bit nervous. Okay. As well as excited uh, because uh, there are no reviews out so far. There, there's probably just no review copies for the game. Oh, it's uh, got an embargo. No, no, no. no. They've, been put on, uh, they've been put on notice to not release um, their... Uh, their reviews yet? Yep. There's been a couple of like dribs and drabs coming out where the reviews have been quite high, yep. but only from very select places. So I'm a bit nervous. It'd be an embargo. Yeah, Easy, I, yeah. I'm a bit nervous. I'm always nervous where embargoes come out on this kind of stuff, like right up until release date. Yeah. Like I want to know a couple of days before whether or not I'm going to buy this. Guy. I, I'm a I'm a day one purchaser of games. Yeah. Love doing that kind of stuff. No re- no reviews out so far, which is a bit nervous. Um, I also found out, though, that um, having a look a bit more into the VR version of this game. Yes. The VR version only applies to the PlayStation copy. Of course, because there's no VR for Xbox. No, no, but there is VR for for PC. So there's a lot of PC gamers looking to get into this. And there are no VR levels for the PC version. Surely there'll be a mod or something. Possibly later down the track, I I would imagine some of the the VR modders will get into that. But, yeah, for, for right up front... There is only VR for the PlayStation, and it's only on three selected missions during the game. Really? Yeah, so it's not for the entire game. It's only for three selected missions. I believe they're right at the start. Um, and, and the rest of the game is normal? Yeah, the rest of the game is normal. I don't know Which, how I feel about that. I, I don't know how I feel either. It feels like very much like a cop-out. Like I was, I was sold primarily on getting this on PlayStation because of the VR, VR function. Yeah. I was thinking, that'll be great, looking around, you're in the cockpit, all the rest of it. But knowing that it's only for three specific levels, that feels really cheap. So Unless they put more later from DLC or patching, maybe? Poss- possibly. Poss- so I'm a bit nervous about buying this day one, especially because they're coming in at a higher price point. So usually day one editions in Australia come in about 69. 60, 70 bucks or yeah. whatever it is, yeah. So this one's coming in at 79 as the, as the base level price point. So It is more of a niche game. It is a niche game, yeah. but like coming in at that $80 price point, when you can normally go in at like 70 bucks, 70 bucks you can cop. It's just that extra $10 feels a bit aggressive. That's the, that's the one thing I will say that I've, that I've missed is uh, earlier today, as of course we were chatting on our on our you know band of gamers chats and stuff like that, yep. is uh, from 2002 to 2006, I think it was. There were a plethora of Star Wars games. I miss Star Wars uh, like fighting, like flight games. Yeah, like you have the Rogue Squadron games. Like, do it. Get the Ace Combat developers to put a Star Wars skin on it. That'd be great. Oh shit! Now you're talking. That'd be great. Of course, you know. Oh, you got look, the- I will say that the 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 flight uh, the the space battles in Battlefront Two are pretty fucking awesome. They're good, but they're, I feel they're too arcadey. I'd like a bit more simulation-y. Yeah, no, that you're right. They are very arcadey. But, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I think we would have got something like that in a single-player game. Like, you look at some of those games that we had previously that have been cancelled um, yeah. for Star Wars. I think there would have been something in there, but... Like, I'd I like... There's, there's one... Uh, for the Star Wars fans that will notice this, they'll probably remember, but I think it's The uh, the Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, where Poe Dameron essentially drifts his X-Wing past, uh, like, a, a destroyed turret on the Dreadnought. Yeah. Sort of flies through it and then drifts through in space. I'm like, I want to do that. I mean, that that, that scene gave me... Uh, he essentially uh, pulls the handbrake and pulls left and puts his hand on the window to brace himself. I'm like, <laughs> that's what I want to do. Like, I want to be able to not Who only... He doesn't want a handbrake here next week. I mean, come on. <laughs> but, like, you, you play Battlefront and it's like, you can, you know, you can... Sp- let's try rolling. That's a good trick. I was like, no, I actually... Oh, God, don't say that. 
don't don't you fucking say that. <laughs> That's essentially what Battle Battlefield uh, Battlefront 2's space combat was like. No, I actually want to be able to do cool maneuvers. The first Battlefront game, you push left or right in the D-pad. You'll actually do a barrel roll, or you'll do a flip, or you'll do something. Yeah, like there's, that. you there's can't no, do that. Yeah, I, I I hear what you're saying. There's not that. I suppose interactivity with it, like you yeah. feel very much like almost a, a passenger uh, as part of yeah. the stuff. Like you, yeah, like you can control your speed, but have it like you have to hold this button and then push this up to control your speed. If you don't have that push, it does this instead. Yeah, like I like that sort of yeah, that simulation sort of. Thing. We need that in a Star Wars game. Oh yeah, and oh, using yeah. the Falcon and like mastering the controls of a small ship and then trying to use the Falcon or something oh big God. and doing that, you'd be like, damn. Disney, if you're listening, um, we will buy the license rights. <laughs> <laughs> we are more than happy to I've sit got, behind desks and organise this. I've got 20 bucks in my pocket right now. We could do a fucking better job than EA. I guarantee that's, you. That's the one thing that... that just it can't be that fucking hard, right? <laughs> <laughs> just, just put a skin over it. But just like, imagine a simulated Star Wars fucking dogfight game where you see people doing flips and tricks and you know it's not just quick little button prompts where you actually simulate and you're going... That guy's played a lot. That is fucking cool. Yep. I want to get that skill level, not yes. just push yes. left on the D-pad. Yes. yes. And the intro uh. to the game has to be from uh, <laughs> Star Wars 3. Oh, you, that's got to be the training level. That's the intro. That's how you start the game. Like the battle loading screen, you press X to start, and then you just like zoom in uh, to the battle over Coruscant. That would be a fucking great intro <sighs> to a game. We got this sorted, man. That'd We've be the got- training level, and then you'd have the, the, the Death Star attack trench run. Yeah. Oh, oh, got, all then, of the classics, all of the classics, the flight battle scenes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the fucking asteroid field in episode five. Oh my god! You get the space worm like jumping out at you. You got to have like, <laughs> oh, oh fuck! I'm just getting better and better ideas. Like, you got to push certain buttons on the controllers to manage your deflector shields. Like, you're getting shot from mine. You need to put them to the back instead of the yep. front. And oh, Obi Wan versus Jango Fett. Bing bong bong. Yeah, man. Fuck. See, we've got we've. We've we've written like four levels already. Like, I mean, come on, Disney, talk to us. It's <sighs> <laughs> so like when you play Marvel vs. Capcom three and you pick the game. It's like you can play it in casual mode, which is arcade button bash, or you can play it in normal mode, which is actually button prompts. Yeah, do that. Or do that super way. expert mode where you have to have a pilot's license to play. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like if you you know five year old kid wants to play, put it on casual mode and it's an arcade version. You put it on simulation mode, you have to manage your deflector shields and all that sort of shit. That'd yeah, be eat sick. a can of beans or you know. <laughs> Sell a gold earring. <laughs> Ride a horse. Oh man, we we have solved all of the problems for Disney. They just need to give us the licensing rights. Fuck EA, because you know we'll do it. Hashtag challenge everything. Um, <laughs> Hashtag it's in our game. <laughs> uh, I think that's all I've got for uh, for news and content this week, Fuzzy. Anything you'd like to add? No, uh, look, I, like I said, excited for Ace Combat. Um, I did play a little bit of Celeste uh, over the course oh, yeah? of last week that? as well. I played about five minutes of it and turned it off because it's fucking boring. So <laughs> wow. I don't know how this got so highly rated. I'm just like, I know there was a lot of people that rated it as a like the best rated indie game for last year. Yeah. Holy shit, they are so fucking wrong. It's Could have gotten Dead Cells. Dead Cells is a better game. I, I know I've spruced it a lot on this, this show. It's a fucking better game. I am still fucking playing that game. Celeste, I played for five to ten minutes and went... Turned it off. I'm actually bored. The art style's shit. Give uh, a look at Bendy and the Ink Machine. That was my indie pick last year, and that was there you go. fucking awesome. There, there are great indie picks out there. I'm going to start looking at some uh, some more uh, indie games very shortly because I just need a new fix to, to you know... To jimmy me up a little. <laughs> um, I've also purchased uh, a copy of Conan Exiles on PC, oh, yep. uh, which I'm going to play because I've. That's uh, the MMORPG, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. 
Uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, having a bit of cr- a bit of a crack at that one. If I'm not mistaken, I think you can adjust the size of your uh, sexual Sh- genitals. Yeah, your schlong. You got a slong slider. Yeah, your member adjuster. You Jesus. can adjust the size of your member based on what size you want to be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a John Holmes level and uh, there is a Fuzzy Dan level, you know, to various uh, ends of the spectrum. It's a good thing this is an audio medium because they could not see the size of which your hand shrinks <laughs> when you said the Fuzzy Dan level. <laughs> I mean, you know, take that as you will, but, you know, there's there's a difference. All Just right. saying. All right. <laughs> Are you looking forward to anything this week, man? Uh, we've got Resident Evil 2 coming out. Uh, I do not know whether I'll get a copy of that. Um, I played the last Resident Evil 7. I really, really liked it. This one's going to be more of the, the sort of the, the Gears of War camera angle uh, over the shoulder. Um, so I'm sort of looking into it. I don't know if I'll get it yet because um, there were some talks of doing some game capture of said game. Yes. Um, but then, of course, the discussion came up of, why don't we play the old school Dead Space? I, I am all for that. A very, very good game. It is. And we could probably find a copy for about $2. Yeah, I've got a free copy of it anyway, so. There we go. Bingo. Let's let's play some Dead um, Space. Yeah, other than that, I'll be playing some Overwatch. I'll be back to some Battlefront getting prepared for Count Dooku. So uh, I was getting there. prepared for Dooku. I, I essentially, <laughs> I got to uh, save my credits. I've already got 15,000 credits. He's 35,000. Oh, see, there's, there is some video content right there. Duty plays Dooku. Got to unlock him first. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't got Grievous. Um, <laughs> yeah. Grind it, baby, grind it. Yeah. That's about it. That's all I've got for episode 12 of Shaken on Noob. Absolutely. We'll have uh, next week, Fortnite, Fortnite. Maybe Paul will uh, come back to us with what this is about the V-Bucks. Yeah, tell us about the V-Bucks, Paul. What tell us how much money you're making off the black market, you donkey cunt. A question similar to the, <laughs> the Who Spoke the Puns, uh, John Wick, what's the value of one gold coin? What's the value of one V-Buck? Yeah. So if one V buck is forty five cents, why? Yeah, what are you What are you willing to do for a V buck? Tell us that. <laughs> Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should give away some V bucks on the show. <laughs> Buy some V buck cards. We're like we're giving away V bucks. <laughs> we purchased some V bucks from the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> cost us forty five cents. Cost someone else forty five dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I am uh, Dude Dude from signing off. Oh, I've, I've been fuzzy. See you later.